Hello everyone, Jesse Hanna here, again for another Nerd Journal. Just a couple of quick notes before I talk about the main thing that I wanted to talk about this time. Uh, and you've probably already heard both of these if you listen to Life is Leet, so I'll just go over them real briefly. Uh, I'm finally back on my main desktop computer again for recording. Uh, the bug in macOS that caused problems and distortion with USB mics on Macs that have a Fusion drive has been fixed. So I've moved all of my recording equipment back over to my iMac. So I can finally use this thing for a big part of what I bought it for, which is recording podcasts. <laughs> it's It's nice to be able to do that finally two months later after how much I spent on this. Uh, and also, Aaron and I, the whole Nerdtacular, or the whole Life is Leet crew, all two of us, are going to be going to Nerdtacular in July over the July 4th weekend. So if you're planning on going, you can expect to see us there. All right, I, the, the main content of this, it's not going to be as long as the last one, probably. And if you don't like hearing me talk about religion and the fact that I'm Mormon, you might want to just shut this off now, but whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to do any proselytizing or anything like that, just just reflecting on some things. Uh, it's, it's, this is all brought about because a friend of mine just left about a week and a half ago to serve her mission in the New York, New York South mission, and uh, she's native Chinese. She moved to California when she was a kid and grew up here in the States mostly, but she's a fluent native speaker of Chinese, and she was called to be a Mandarin Chinese-speaking missionary in New York City. So that was pretty awesome, and it got me thinking about my own mission. I, This friend of mine, she's probably just about the last of my friends who is still young enough to be leaving on or be on their mission. I don't think I know anyone else who is still out on their mission. Uh, I I served mine, oh, it would be about four and a half years ago now. Uh, it was in September, October of 2009, and I was called to the Hawaii Honolulu mission, English-speaking. Uh, it was English-speaking. Everyone I knew, including me, thought that I was going to get called to Japan or something like that. But, no, Hawaii. Uh, although I did get to use a little bit of Japanese when I was there. Uh, and the reason it was only in September and October was because, and I believe I mentioned this last time, I, I had a lot of pr trouble with anxiety and depression. Uh, and it really all came to a head right about right then. Uh, I had my first ever panic attack. It was entirely unprovoked. There wasn't one incident or event that triggered it, but I had my first panic attack when I was in the missionary training center, and that was after I'd been there for two weeks about, and we were just starting to get ready to ship out a week from when that happened, and I was given the option of coming straight home and then trying to come back and try again later. But I decided that uh, I, I got to call and talk to my parents, which is something that usually only happens in special circumstances in the MTC. Uh, 
and I I decided with them and with the counselors that were there at the MTC I that I wanted to try and see what I would be able to do get, see if maybe getting out in the mission field would help me loosen up and not be not be so anxious it would help distract me I think was part of the idea that ended up not happening I I went to Hawaii and uh, it's gorgeous I really really want to go back even if it's just for vacation sometime uh, but I went out there and it just got to the point where I wasn't able to function uh, normally speaking, let alone all the stuff that I was expected to do and had to do as a missionary. Uh, so I decided with uh, the mission president that it would be probably for the best if I just came home, said that I did everything that I could possibly do and just focused on getting better. And I've done that. I, I'm I'm to the point now where I anxiety and depression aren't really things that you overcome or are ever really cured of. Sometimes it's just part of a phase in someone's life that eventually they grow out of or get through. But in my case, it's something where I've learned enough through counseling and for a while with the help of medication. It was just something that I learned to be able to manage. Uh, and I do still have bits of anxiety and depression now and again, but it's, they're not, they don't keep me from being able to function like, like they used to. But I, all, all that aside, my mission was still the best month of my life is what I like to call it. A lot of missionaries call it the best two years. I, I call it the best month because that's what it was for me. Uh, and I, I had a great time. I met a lot of great people, both in the companion, the companions that I had and in some of the people that I met and got to teach on, on my mission. And I, I really had a great time. I, I do sometimes wish that I could have done more, but the way I see it was that uh, the Lord said, okay, you really want to go on a mission, but you've also got this other thing that's going to keep you from being able to do that, and you need to get help for it. So if that keeps you from being able to serve for two years, then how are you going to be able to serve your future family as a husband and father when that time comes? So sure, go do your best, do what you can, but then you got to go home and get this fixed. So that's 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 how I see it. And that's how that's helped me get my head around it. A lot of missionaries, some missionaries sometimes when they have to come home early uh, have have trouble dealing with it. And I did it first too, but that's that is what helped me really deal with it. So yeah, thinking about all of that uh, stemmed from my friend who just left on her mission and i i had started a while ago learning chinese myself through rosetta stone but i hadn't picked it up for a while so i've i've picked that back up again and i'm i'm practicing by writing actual paper letters to to my friend who's who's on her mission now so i'm i'm doing that learning chinese 
I've also been reading the Book of Mormon in Japanese to try to strengthen that and get better with that and just have some practice besides watching subtitled anime. Uh, I, I get about 95% of the grammar, but I'm also doing this with a dictionary and a notepad to look up and write down any words I come across that I'm unfamiliar with. And usually I'm only able to do about five verses a night. That usually takes me about half an hour. Uh, it's it's kind of slow going. But I was pretty proud of myself the other night when I was finally able to read a verse and understand it without needing to use the dictionary or write any words down. And that verse was First Nephi chapter 2, verse 13. And then, of course, the second verse that I was able to read unaided was... First Nephi chapter 2 verse 15, which if you're familiar with uh, the Book of Mormon, you, you may recognize. Uh, in, in Japanese, it's Chichiwa Tenmaku ni Sunda, which translates to, or in the English translation is, and my father dwelt in a tent. So uh, that, 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 it was a little surprising to me that that wasn't the first one that I was able to read unaided, but I... Uh, I'm 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 working my way through it and I'm picking up a little more each time and if I if I just keep going through it hopefully by the end it'll I'll be going a little more quickly than 5 verses in half an hour or 45 minutes. And then in addition to Chinese and Japanese, I've also been learning German on Duolingo, which is a website and app that kind of gamifies language learning like you go through exercises and if you complete the exercise you get a certain number of experience points and if you get through it with only with zero or one or two missed questions then you get a few bonus experience points and you can compare with uh, how much progress your friends have made how many experience points they've gained and you can once once you gain a certain number of experience points you gain a level and it's it's really cool and it's a lot of fun. Uh, there are exercises where you translate words by choosing from lists of available words, or where you type out the translation either to or from the language that you're learning. There are ones where you're asked to translate a sentence by speaking it, or where you're asked to transcribe a sentence, or echo back a sentence in the language that you're learning. So that's, it's a lot of fun. And they've got German, they've also got French, Spanish, Portuguese, and Italian, and it's taking a lot of restraint to just focus on one language at a time on there, because I I have a thing for... I, I really enjoy learning languages. I don't know if I really have any particular talent for it, but it's, it's just something that I enjoy doing. Uh, so yeah, and for... For Chinese, at least, as I said, that's part part of how I'm practicing that is by writing actual paper letters to the friend of mine who just left on her mission. And uh, there, there is kind of a weird time shift when it comes to writing someone a paper letter, and especially writing to a missionary, as opposed to the quote-unquote usual means of communication nowadays, which are texting calling them on the phone, sending them an email. And I, I, I do have their email address, but I chose to just write our plain paper letters because uh, I feel like I, it's 
more personal that way. And when you're on a mission, you don't really have a whole lot of time to write back to people. Uh, it's uh, You've got Sunday, and then you've got your preparation day, which you might have some time to write letters on those days, but then the rest of the week is just solid work. You're you're kept pretty busy, and by and between all of that, you don't have a whole lot of time or energy to write back to letters that you get. But it still does feel really great to get them, and it feels especially good to know that someone really put in the time and effort to write to you. And so I've been that's that's why I've been handwriting them. I've I've been terrible at keeping up with writing to missionaries in the past. Maybe this time I'll manage it. Uh, and I've also been trying to slip in a few words of Chinese that I've learned in into each of the letters that I write, just to try to get some practice and uh, to try to have some actual practical experience with it. So yeah, I that was mostly rambling, but I think that was pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about, just general thoughts on my mission and what it's like writing letters to a missionary and learning languages. I, I, if I were to sit down and list all of the languages that I wanted to learn, it would, it would take me probably 10, 15 years to actually learn all of them because I I don't know if I can even name them all because I Chinese Japanese German I also want to learn Korean Spanish French Portuguese Italian uh, Arabic Russian Swedish Finnish I can't even name all of them uh, but it's it's just something that I really enjoy doing uh, so maybe maybe eventually I'll get to where I can do some podcasting in one of those languages and not read a few words of one of them on on one of these. Anyway, I'm going to shut this off, uh, cut this off here. Uh, if you want to comment on any of the stuff that I said on this or any of the other episodes, you can email me at jesse at jbhanna.net. Just put nerd journal in the subject and that'll, that'll get to me. Uh, I'll know that this is what it's about. You can also visit my website at jbhanna.net, and you can visit nerdjournal.jbhanna.net for past episodes of the show. All right, thanks for listening. See you all later.